Hello and welcome to the big kickoff on Liffy Sound 96.4 FM. We are back. Last week we took a little holiday, so we're back again with all your sports news. And Gary Gibson from Ultrasounds won't leave the studio, so yeah. we're stuck with him. That's Gary. it. That's it. You're stuck with me. That's it. <laughs> I decided I would stay. Dave, you were away? Bon noite. Yes, I was in Portugal for the weekend for uh, the last of the gang's uh, wedding. Do you do that for tax purposes? For Do you do go away? Are you like, you know, your man Desmond O'Brien? You spend so many weeks out of the country. <laughs> there, no, I can, I can hear I, myself I, now. That's better. I don't, I don't have that privilege, unfortunately, now. No, but uh, now great weekend in a place called Erisera, Surfing Town, World Surfing Reserve. It's phenomenal. Um, I, I, did you do much surfing? Not. We were there for 24 hours there and then up to this beautiful kind of ranch type retreat place for the wedding for two days. And it was brilliant. Surfing Everyone that was there was just purely surfing the bars. Oh, listen, that goes without saying. Yeah. Um, good, anyhow. Good. But, uh, super. And uh, yeah, sent them off well. Great. World of sport. There's been a lot going on since we were. Of course, International Week was on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy Keane was on. He plays. Uh, oh, we'll have a good week. chat. Yeah. No, actually, not too much of a chat. Not too him. much of a chat. But yes, he, getting himself out there. But then again, he's not really getting himself out 99% there. 99% of People everything he said was what you'd expect. It was that one sentence. And he knew what he said because he stopped dead for a second and then moved on because he knew, uh-oh, I don't care anyone says, he knew it. As soon as he said it, he stopped and then moved and started slagging him in another way. Because he knew he probably shouldn't have said it. Yeah. Well, no, he definitely shouldn't have said it. The Ferguson thing. No, the Walters thing. Oh, right, the Walters. Yeah, but I mean, he was also, he also had a go. Fergie, that is no surprise. He does it any chance he gets. Yeah, but I mean, I thought that lads were even fishing for stuff where they said, you know, his, he's been very unwell lately. You know, do you think, you know, you could? And no. He's like, no, he no. Has to once he apologises to, to me. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, this is the guy who says he wants to get into management. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nobody would give him a job. Because well, he went on he for a minute ask. or two and it literally proved everything. That's the reason why he is predominantly the co- common denominator and also why he's probably going to fail as a manager. Mm. That he'll just fight everything. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, mate. And nothing's what ever... What if you're really wrong and you're still fighting? You're yeah. going to blow up in and your face. Yeah. And nothing's ever good enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, listen, we'll talk more about Roy Keane. We'll talk... Uh, is there a Europa League on tonight? No. No. Okay, but there's three of us here now, time. so you could be in trouble here, Shannon. You really could be in trouble here because I can press the button on that one. Yeah. Which I is slam dunk the funk I with think five. It's, a, it's basketball themed. It's a basketball themed night. Or we can go with The Cure Friday, I'm in love. Seeing us tomorrow's Friday. But this is Thursday. I know. Tomorrow's always Friday. Slam dunk the funk. Come on. So what do you, you want? Know you, you want, want five. You want go five. on, I let you let go. Go on. Here we go. Throwing your mind, so you gotta get into five. What you waiting for? If you want a three, two, two, one, let's do it. Only apologise for that muck. I'm My getting, God. I'm getting texts. I'm getting texts from people, and they're saying it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Dal, Dal is saying, did you get my Fantastic. text? I turned that mic off. So yeah. okay, here, listen to this. I think the treatment of Martin towards the end um, by a lot of the sections from the Irish media it was obviously certainly personal, whatever you say, and uh, it, it was nasty because he's a good guy, yeah. and there's not many good guys left in football. Let me tell you. And he very much obviously 
fought your corner as well in those last couple of months when there were those issues which, look, everyone's heard the Stephen Ward WhatsApp about the Harry Arthur and John Walters issue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, do, do you want me which, to get started on that? <laughs> well, it's a, it's, a it's a lovely story. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you hear that, you go, fair enough, that's what happened. I don't think it was an issue. Well, I just, don't see why you'd think well, it was an it issue. Well, put it this way. When I have issues with any players, uh, again, I don't even think Wardy was there. But no, I, he wasn't. No, but, but I give an example of what, when you're working with certain players who are playing at a certain level. John, I think John Walters for the last two or three years, because I know he's on the circuit now, isn't he? Yeah, he's, a, he's a good talker, John. He, um, John hadn't kicked the ball for the last two or three years, but does a lot of talking. It's amazing. Imagine. Okay, so that's a little bit of right here. We're not going to go through the whole thing. Gary Neville, worst laugh ever. Oh, my God. It's, it's, a, it's a tough one to take, isn't it? And that is his laugh. People are saying, oh, it was a nervy laugh. No, no, that's genuinely that is, his laugh. That is his laugh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's tough. Um, yeah, so the John Walters thing you wanted to talk about, Dev. Ah, yeah, look, like you said, 99% of it, he was ex really what you'd expect. And like, like what he said, as soon as he said it about, oh, yeah, crying and, and whatever, he stopped for that millisecond and then jumped across because he, he knew. He knew what he said. And I don't care what anyone says, that's exactly what he meant. And whether he was really trying to have an ultimate goal, and who knows, he probably was just on a, on a rant. But I'm not defending him either. And he knew what he was doing. He knew what he said, but he, he stopped and then moved on. But he's definitely Marmite. It's like that. It's like that in work. People either love him, yeah, or absolutely hate him. I hate him. It was the I same. Hate, it was the I same in two thousand two, and it's the same any time he comes out with an opinion. You know, you'll have fifty percent who mm. always love him will mm. agree with him, and the other fifty go, "Say, hey, told you he was a such and such." Well, mm. I looked. I I listened to all of that interview. Mm. I thought first of all it was very funny, mm. but secondly, I did think a lot of it came across as. He, obviously, it's a show, so mm -hmm. you're you're kind of playing up to the crowd a bit. Oh no, he definitely but plays the character. I, did, I, I was at one of them with him, and he's like, he's, he was exactly the same. There's a lot of stuff where he's just saying what Sensible. he thinks and what he believes. There was no, I have no issue with any of it, whether you agree with it or not. I couldn't care less about what his opinion is because mm. it's his opinion, and I don't, I don't have to agree with them all. But it was just that one little moment, and that's it. And it's obvious what he was, what he meant, and he shouldn't have said what he said. And I'd like to think he was big enough to do something about it and say, look, we are who we are, you know. I'll give you a nod on that one, personally. And mm. I think he should. But he um, doesn't. He doesn't backtrack. No. But as he said, in that instance, like he fights for everything. He fights all the time and he'll never let... Because he doesn't want to be seen as a softer, such and such and such. And it's like, well, that's obviously probably your style as a manager. It's obviously your style as a player, which is exactly what you needed. But it looks like, has anything changed? Has he rounded off the corner? And like, and then Neville trying to shut down Joe Malloy, which he shouldn't have, because his question was stupid. Yeah. Because we already knew the answer. Would the Roy, the manager, got rid of Roy? But no, he wouldn't have. Of course he wouldn't have. But his, his, his question was more important than Joe's. Yeah. Um, so if anything, that looked almost as bad. Uh, because he'd start ranting on about, oh, there's only a select six or seven of us that are Sky Sports pundits, you know, that's special. And it's like, yeah, one of them's Jamie Redknapp. Yeah. Yeah, and one of them was Thierry Henry. One of them was a, some of them are shit, mate. And unfortunately, you know, you could be too. And he says it. That's the one thing I don't agree with him. He says there is a shelf life for a, for yeah. a pundit because you get so detached. And he's correct. And he knows he's only another year or two. It's just whether he sticks it out and actually goes after another year or two. Yeah. Mm. So do you do you think that Graham soon is finished? Do you think Jamie Radnett finished? 
Yeah, like the only reason why you enjoy Sunus is because he does break a little bit from the Sky Sports norm where he's not 100% safe. Mm. That's why you still enjoy him and that's why you enjoy when Roy Keane comes in because they do throw the cat amongst the pigeons from time to time and then settles the guys who like to play it safe. That's the only reason why you enjoy them. But Sunus can be a bit Roy Keane where it's just a bit overly grumpy about everything and it's not like my day. Yeah, you're right, it isn't like your day and you have to accept that. Football has moved on, attitudes have moved on, agents have moved on. Players, it's a completely different world. They don't have to fight as hard to get the money. They have it already before they even make the first team. Sure, you know, I so remember, certain I remember, when, gone. I remember when Sunis joined, was it the RTE panel for yeah. the World <laughs> Cup? And he was sort of, he couldn't believe, I think he was with Giles and Dunphy. Yeah. And he couldn't believe what they'd said. And he sort of looked, and you could see him nearly looking into the camera thinking. Let the shackles off, yeah. Jesus, you can say whatever you want here, mm. you know. Yeah, don't be afraid to give your own opinion, yeah. and that's why they still have a shelf life. Yeah, your, your I don't think system. I don't think Jamie Redknapp has a long shelf life because his trousers are about to explode. <laughs> I've seen him. I've only recently got Sky at half price. Thank you yeah. um, for the year, but like um, most of them, I have to say, I do like Sunus, but mm. most of them on Sky are crap. Like yeah. Jamie Redknapp is brutal. Yeah, you know, and then Gary Neville. I was looking at his Twitter feed, and everybody was backing him up and, and having a go at off the, all the off-the-ball lads. Oh, saying, oh, the show, the show was just about them, the two interviewers. It was, you know, and it was more like Could the Roy Keane from the show. Truth. I don't think. But that's yeah. th- the same as you said. Mm. They're backers. They're, doesn't, I'm not saying United fans, but predominantly they probably are. Yeah. But like, I don't think, that, like he was being rude whether anyone likes it or not. Um, and then you're waiting for this question and you hear it and you're like, mm. ah, well done, Gary. Yeah. No, I think he was being rude. I came. I think he yeah. came across fairly well, though. Generally, predominantly. Yeah. And I think Roy Keane. I th- I thought came across fairly well. As in, it was one of the funniest things that I'd seen in a show for a while of that type of thing. Yeah. He 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 was playing. Look, I suppose he is entertainment. When, he's when he's Keane entertainment is on, now. That's what he is. When yeah. it, when Keane is on, you know it's not going to be boring. No, far from it. You know, like if if Dumphy's on or you Giles, got your money's worth. You get yeah, you get your money's worth. You'll get one or two really controversial things. Mm. But the thing that he was saying about Alex Ferguson, he's not. I don't think he's wrong about the Ferguson thing. Mm. I don't think he was talking about Ferguson always looking out for Manchester United, and he he listed off a couple of more than a couple yeah, of yeah. times where he didn't really look out the for family, him. Yeah. You know, mm. so. I think people say he got rid of Keane. I do think Keane did that sort of stuff all the time. And he just, I think Ferguson was just brilliant at using people for his own, I suppose, agenda, which is getting teams to win. And when he didn't need them, then that's it. You're gone in this regard. I don't think he has. It was was clinical. It seemed like a perfect storm. It did. Keane knew it. Whether he would admit or not, he knew he was coming near the end and, they had a chance but what I, what I, the one thing I did notice when he was talking about the, the famous meeting and Neville said it was horrific it was very Saipan-esque the way it was in front of everyone yes and I wouldn't be surprised if Fergie knew that yeah. I'll do it in front of everyone and this fella will blow and I can just say you're right good luck yeah. Yeah. and shock horror a week or two later he was gone and then they tried to <laughs> they tried to find him but it was exactly like that and I, Fergie's clever I know that mm. uh, like without knowing him I think we all know that he he did it exactly like yeah. that in front I, of everyone I, waiting I, for him to blow I don't think he's much different I think they're two very similar characters who do very similar things yeah so. and it was his way of getting rid of them with, rid of him without kind of much backlash mm. if he got rid of him early do you know the way he did with Stam and a few others mm. I do think Keane needs to stay away from those type of shows though if he wants to be a manager you have tre- to stay away from that. yeah he needs to be treated seriously he'll never so. be he w- chairman he will he won't will, be a manager no, no one will go near him no, chairman will be weary yeah, yeah I do think so I do think so unless you want the free publicity 
Of course. Now, we're back to football this weekend. Who have Leeds got this week, Gary? Don't know. Don't know. Scraping here. It doesn't matter who they've got. It doesn't matter because we're going to beat everybody. (laughs) Bar uh, Swansea the other week when we lost 1-0. But that, I think that was good because... Um, some of the lads in work were losing the run of themselves like you know oh this is our year we're going up this is it I'm going to buy me season ticket for next year and then we were beaten by Swansea and everybody goes it's going to be the same we're not going to go up yeah yeah but I think it was I think it was a, a good thing but I'd be worried I, I said to the lads in work I, I I would be worried that I just have something in, in me waters and I, I think it's my prostate or something because I'm coming up, <laughs> I'm getting older. But I think he, I, I just had this feeling at the start of the year that Bielsa could be gone by Christmas. It could go tits up and it's gone. And then, you know, like this is our best, like, sorry, last year was our best year. Yeah. And I just think there's so much expectations that if he starts losing a few more matches, he could, it, it could be all over by Christmas. I, he could yeah. be gone. I think this year it's definitely like they have to go up or else yeah. for the core of that team and obviously yeah. him and if you as you said yeah, you're probably bang on the money there I'd say what about there'd be pressure on him Daniel James almost signed for Leeds last year it's shown pretty good form mm. since the start of the season he would have been someone who probably would have helped push on definitely Absolutely. definitely I think he, w- he would have been a, he would have been a fantastic by him what happened know? there with I, that? I don't know I think it was just it's probably the usual it was just either the agent or just money yeah yeah, you know, yeah. and I think there's always that thing in the back of people's heads that like they always say Leeds massively supported massively, but are just that team that are just also runs. Mm. They never, ever make it. You're sort of saying to yourself, yeah, look, I could go to Leeds, but am I going to get up? Yeah, like it's you been know, long it's, enough it's now, hasn't it? It's good. And I know that if they don't do it this year, it's another 20 years. I'm going to mm. be like an 80, 90 year old man. The fellas at the moment talking about Blackpool. I mm. remember Blackpool we were in the 1935 mm. FA Cup final and we'd won it three Although times. They're a very appealing club to be bought as well if there was somebody thinking of somebody just below the, the, the Premier League get them on the cheap. Yeah, Red Bull were looking at them last year. Mm. They were going to be Red Bull Leeds United or something. I, I wouldn't Ugh. care. I wouldn't care who being honest I'm a bit mercenary. I wouldn't care who comes in for Leeds just to get, back Leeds, and just get, in to in get up into the yeah, Premier yeah. League. Ask the City fans and they wouldn't complain either. Red no. Bull, Manchester United. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I think he's I think he's in trouble. <laughs> he is. Before we go on to that, mm. just have Barnsley away. Barnsley. 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 Yorkshire. That's Sunday half. Yorkshire Who else in that league? Who do you think is going to really push Leeds for Swansea. that? Swansea. Because I think Leeds are favourites. So. Yeah, I think, I think Swansea are there. Swans have a great start. Yeah. Who's West, the top? Uh, West, Brom. Uh, West Brom, I think, were, were, were being touted as well. It's very hard to know, Roy, because I mean, you've got. Yeah. I always think you've got in, in the in the cha- in the Premier League, it's getting a bit better. You maybe have four to six teams, but like in 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 the Championship, it's it's like it can be sometimes ten to a dozen. Mm. Yeah, somebody gets like I always said coming up to the end of the season, I always wanted us to be eighth, seventh, eighth, because there's always one team that suddenly surges through, surges through, and then comes up like Sheffield United. Mm. Comes up with a fantastic run. We were stuttering last year. Yeah. But I mean, there's just so many good teams. Well, Leeds last five games, they've drawn one, won three and lost one. So Mm. they're not exactly storming it either. No. Charlton are second and Leeds are Swansea. Josh Cullen running the show. Yeah. And Swansea are top. Top. Yeah. I think isn't Charlton uh, Lee Boyer? 
Lee Bowyer. Yeah. Lee Bowyer, the potato. That's right. He's yeah. on a one-year contract, I believe. He, 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 I think he was looking for big money and, and then he was going to leave and Charlton says, listen, we don't have that money and he was mm. going to leave and then they mm. reconcile. He didn't mm. get the big money. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, 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 they stuck to their guns. So they hadn't got it. Gonna, yeah, that's I it, never so. saw the, the outcome, not not jumping ahead and asking you to check. I never saw what the outcome of that was. You know the, the Leighton Orient? Do you remember Leighton Orient? There's two brothers managing Leighton Orient and somebody came in for them. Oh. I think it was Uddersfield. And they and Leighton Orient. Right yeah. Saying? And Leighton Orient had agreed a compo. And the two brothers said, we just have to sit down and think we've built a lot here. So we've, there, there are still some managers out there, you know, that do With a bit of principles, a bit of principles, bit of, you know, yeah. honor to the to the club, you know, it's just dying, yeah. yeah, it's not that easy, though, to build a, a team up. So if you're going to go to another team who more than likely because they're looking for a manager, haven't got a, a, a great you know, structure or team yeah. or whatever. But offer you more money. You have to look for, you have to go through all that again mm. and then you may not get the time to build what you've already built. So I still think the example of that is Burnley. Yes. With Sean Dyche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've yeah. kept, they've stuck with him. They went down, didn't they? Yeah. And then they came back up. They didn't yeah. overspend. No. And if no. they go down, they'll be okay again. They're not mm. going to, take that gamble the way you've seen other teams yeah. do it. So yeah, no. Right, we're going to be back after the break and we will discuss the Ireland setup. Ireland, Ireland. You're listening to Liffey Sound on 96.4 FM. And welcome back to the big kickoff on Liffey Sound 96.4 FM. If you want to text us, it's 87 We're the big kickoff 96.4 at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Okay, just a little bit of news, which I heard earlier on. Republic of Ireland under-21 boss Stephen Kenny has remained in Sweden after becoming unwell as the squad made their way home on Tuesday after Tuesday night's European Championship qualifier. Uh, Kenny, who's 47, was examined by the FAI's me- medical staff who decided it was in his best interest to stay behind for treatment in the local hospital. Statement read, Republic of Ireland boss Stephen Kenny has remained in Sweden after becoming unwell on Wednesday as the squad make their way home. Stephen was examined by the staff and has decided to stay behind in a local hospital. And that's really generally all I've heard. Have you heard anything else about if it? If I had been there, I'd be in, in the bed beside him probably. Is there after something the, the shock us? of that result. No, no. Oh. no. <laughs> Just uh, whatever. Ha- if it was heart related, I'd probably be there in, in the I'd next s- one beside him. Sounds like his ticker. Does sound like his ticker, yeah. doesn't no, it? Hopefully now. So hopefully it's all right. Because not a big issue. Uh, and just to might as well start with them first it's just a phenomenal result because you can only go on potential results and like Ireland had a good start against Luxembourg 1-0 wasn't the greatest it was okay against Armenia but then you see feckin Iceland beating them 6-1 you're thinking oh Christ are we we that good and you're thinking ah sure we'll see out there away to Sweden Sweden bit of a calibre obviously you'd expect them to have half decent side so when I heard it was 1-0 at half time I was like well maybe and then all of a sudden 1-0 2-1 3-1 and And all the boys and they missed a penalty yeah and they shone so super result um I took it for granted they were showing up, but obviously they didn't. I was good. So I was looking forward to it. I found it interesting that Troy Parrott was on the bench. That he well, didn't he's five. Start them. But They're again, old. I suppose he's the youngest, isn't he? He's only he's 17. 17. We forget that he's 17. You've Afalabi, Yabafemi, Aaron Connolly, and Adam Eda, all, all potentially as good as him. Yeah. But obviously he has the, the bigger and better potential at the, uh, of them all, I suppose. Um, but then it just goes to show you what he can do when he comes on, and then obviously our own Conor Masson. No, I wouldn't the, be. I wouldn't one. be overly au fait. Would you say it's the best 
under 21 squad you've seen in a long time you going could, back to you the could, Brian Kerr you could start saying that but strike wise they're very impressive um, they're all in their right under 23 teams and solid under 23 teams and knocking on the door of the first team they're all starting to creep into League Cup matches like Aaron Connolly and mm. Abafemi of uh, Southampton Afalabi's just gone up to Celtic Adam Ede has been around for a year or two now at Norwich and then obviously Troy Parrott is in the Champions League squad for yeah. sports mm. now the good thing Pochettino has come out and said listen he's 17 relax we'll look after him don't go too mad and I suppose the age that he is I would tend to agree I'd like him in the squad potentially and have him around and maybe 10 or 15 minutes here don't put too much pressure but I would tend to agree with it don't push it too soon too early because you see it with all these 78 year olds who get pushed and they'll either disappear or be retired by late 28 yeah. 29 you know yeah. so we're, weren't you saying that last week about was it Sanchez you know they Sanchez were you saying Sanchez started playing when he oh, was yeah, at 15 right, yeah. or 16 like your Rooney's 17, and Owens and, and all these kind of guys absolutely yeah, 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 he's just yeah. knackered you look let them develop. You'd normally have, I suppose, a, lo- a good lifespan of 10 years of mm. your top quality football. Mm. You might get 12, 14 years out of a, out of a career yeah. at a decent level. But, but prime. If, you, if you start 15 and you're at, you're at 30, look, yeah. your 30s then, yeah. are probably, you're probably going to struggle then, yeah. you know, badly. So, like yes. The, the freak I, I, is Ronaldo. I can say, you yeah. know, he is, he is just a freak. Yeah, but then yeah. again, Ronaldo wasn't, Ronaldo was good, but when he went to Manchester United, he, he wasn't the Ronaldo that left Manchester United. Mm. Yeah. So he, he struggled a lot. He People gave him grief. He did learn, learn his trade. Mm. So I remember that. Him and Nani. I remember Nani did the exact same thing. So, you know, you, you do... Ferguson took a lot of risks playing him and, you know, backing him all the time, mm. but he knew what he was doing. Just on the, the Ireland thing, because, of course, you're looking not only forward to the Euro 2020s, but you're looking forward to when Beyond. Stephen Kenny does take over. We may have to come up with a new formation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's ever played uh, five or six in goal before because we are, we're doing really well for goalkeepers at the mor- moment. <laughs> You've got Darren Randolph, yep. Mark Travers, uh, Kieran O'Hara, yep. who has been excellent last year and he's yep. out, I think he's out on loan again this year, isn't he? Quivin uh, Kelleher, who... Obviously, he's not in with the... See him doing his uh, little flick past the player the other day. His footwork was unbelievable. Yeah. And that was on a couple of occasions. And a car... Gavin Yeah, with Manchester City. Yeah. So, we have a lot... Keepers of, and forwards, we might be all right. We might be all right, yeah. It's the and middle. Five in the goal. It's the middle. Unfortunately, the middle of the Gary, unfortunately, it's, it's bang on the money again. Um, it's the only thing that shines the, the brightest, unfortunately, in a, in a bad way, is, is our midfield. Mm-hmm. We need to get that going. We need to get showing that because if we want to kind of get away from how we have played under Trapattoni and O'Neill, we need them to start getting on the bloody ball if we want to play a little different. They still, potentially out of habit, they still kind of run around, look a bit busy, but not really affecting the game. Now, Cullen, I thought, and a few of the others tried. Now, this very, in the Bulgaria. Yeah, but in the Switzerland game, I thought it was very much what we always are used to. I was. I said before the game, just sorry to cut across it, but because uh, I know you're, you're, what you're saying is, yeah, we need probably a little bit more in the midfield. And before the game, I had mentioned to uh, Mick McCarthy, a friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I had said if Glenn Whelan plays, we're going to struggle. Mm-hmm. And I thought I, I, I was wrong. I, I he was okay. Up. I thought he played very well, but he, he made very lots of crucial tackles. Him stepping up with the likes of Hendrick and. Oh, uh, Heron. Was it Heron? Mm. Yeah. Now, Heron's been very ineffective, in my opinion. I haven't seen enough of him. And yeah, he's supposed to be 
the guy who's good on the ball. Is that the reason why you tried to play him in left full to try and fit him in somewhere there? <sighs> we do that with Robbie Brady. It doesn't quite mm. work, unfortunately. But he, like, he didn't say that that was the case. But, but he, I wouldn't he, be surprised. Well, maybe, um, there's, maybe there's fellas coming up from the under-21 or whatever. Uh, Hendrick showed a bit of quick feet once or twice when he was in a spot of bother in the midfield. And I was happy enough with that. But mm. Heron was very, I thought, very ineffective. Mm. Whelan was probably doing that anchor job a little bit better. But you can see that's probably off, obviously off direction from the guys. Listen, do what you can do. Okay, so you look at the midfield. You have Horhan, you have Glenn Whelan, and you have Hendrick. Hendrick, yeah. We're saying they're not totally happy with that. Is there, anyone, is there anyone that could slot in? Well, Cullen looks decent. He looks like, like he's not... See, he doesn't have the experience of being there for a few years. So he's still coming from what he knows best and that's playing with Charlton, which I presume he's on the ball a bit and trying to and he looks like he's that type of player. So I'd almost kind of bring one of them in and say, right, you don't have the habits, you don't have the kind of crappy little things that they've been picking up about playing a bit more negatively. Like Seamus Coleman did it once in the second half against Switzerland, and we all know Seamus Coleman. Mm. But because he did it, I was it was pissed me off. The ball, he there was twenty yards of space in front of him and the ball was bouncing a little bit and he literally jumped up to meet it and just hit it as hard as he could over the top out into touch. Mm. And it's like, you know what you do with Everton? Do it as well. Yeah. Get it down and get at it and start b- and bombing on. Now, I don't know why it was 1-0 down at the time, but as soon as he did it, it was like, this is Ireland in a nutshell for mm. the last 10 years. But do you, do you, do you think that it, the performance was a good performance? Do you think it, it was, was okay. a mediocre? It was okay. Now, I was I personally don't think it was as a massive gap between us and Switzerland as some are saying. Yeah, I, I don't think I, there was. Switzerland do look good and you can see why. Like, the goal was superb. The four, the, yeah. the two or three touch, one-touch pass and then a lovely, silky, calm finish. It was superb and that's where you don't see us potentially yeah. doing that at some point unless they get the confidence up but there was just one or two moments again where it's just just make the right choice lads but unfortunately we didn't do it until we went 1-0 down yeah I think but I think didn't Mick McCarthy Mick McCarthy put the fear of God into them by saying you know oh, Switzerland are our bogey team we've always struggled so like if, you're, if your yeah. manager is sort of sending you out and in fairness with that type of thing not to make mistakes in fairness I'd probably agree with you because I have to say they were just a little bit too happy for my liking when the whistle was blown the guys on the line all high-fiving and hugging each other mm. just a little bit I'm not that's me being a bit hypercritical but when Robbie came it was like they won and I was like whoa 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 calm down but it could have easily we got away with it could have easily yeah. slipped away I, 100% you know what I don't I, but annoyed me I a lot of people have said like yourselves that Ireland were the lesser team I didn't think they were the lesser team I, thought I don't they, think it was that I thought they. Gap. I thought they were this slow start uh, got back into the game in the first half Slow start in the second half, got back into the game when they had to. It, at least we have that trait now of being able to get back into the game. Well, it, we, but it won't win us games, though. That's the problem. Well, I don't think there's goals in us. I just I don't think I there's agree. goals in us. I, 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 think, I think we're at a night. If we look at that, I look at that game the other night. I think that we are at 95, 96%. We're up to our nearly our best. And it's only someone like, I don't know, Callum Robson, Robinson who will maybe have a, a worldie that will bring us up to that 100%. Mm. You're looking at players just to stand out and have a worldie, but I think everyone's nearly at their max. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's a lot better. I mean, I, I wouldn't... Oh, no, I, yeah, I'd, gone, I'd gone off watching them. And I mean, it's a lot better than uh, when Keane and... It takes time. Your man, what's his yeah. face, was there? O'Neill. O'Neill. I mean, yeah, that, was, that was dreadful. Mm. I mean, like, that was turgid. Whereas at least I think Mick McCarthy, you know, I'd, I'd have He's a lot of time He's trying to make the most McCarthy. of what he has. Trying to, yeah. And 100%. maybe... Maybe preparing for Stephen Kenny, and in fairness, coming in it's, or whatever. It's, it's players. We're a couple of players short mm. for, what, mean, he, like for what he'd really like to do. I think. But like, well, you look where we are in the table. Yeah. Oh no! And then Georgia and Denmark, massive result. Yeah. 
Um, nil, uh, nil, Denmark dropped two points. So yeah. we need six points. Simple as that. And one of them has to be, in my opinion, it has to be against Denmark. We have to beat them. Okay. Whatever about Switzerland away, we have to beat them. I'm going to go on to that there. I just want you to go back into where Jack Bourne played. When Jack Bourne came on, do you feel there, a Jack Bourne or a Troy Parrott, is it not their campaign or should they be in the squad? Because Jack Bourne was out of the squad for the Switzerland game and... Troy Parrott obviously is with the 21s and is not going to get in. Is it not their campaign? Or is it, could it be their campaign, but Mick McCarthy is just going to go with what he has? It, he kind of dropped a hint about Bourne, where it looks like if he's going to play, he's going to play against Georgia. You won't see him for dead against mm. Denmark or Switzerland. So you probably play him in that game because obviously that's a game we need three points, whether you like it or not, whether it's a home or away. And he did say, apparently, tongue-in-cheek. Now, it's a fun thing to hear because hopefully... He is positive in that sense. He says, if I see you going down to the back line and getting the ball, I'll kick you up the hole. Mm. Get in the pockets and make forward passing, which is what he did. So, listening to that, it's like, yeah, I agree with, you, agree with him, but could he not do that against your or your Switzerland's or, more importantly, Denmark at home? Could he not do that? Let's mix it up a bit because Denmark are expecting us to do it all over again or if you're, and walk away with a nil-all draw again. I looked at the bench against Switzerland and I said, right, who's going to come on here? And looking at the app and I'm going... They're all the same. I can't see anyone who's going to come on and change it. Mm -hmm. At least if you had a Jack Bourne yeah. and you said, right, 15 minutes ago, we need a goal. Mm -hmm. He might come up with some sort of a pass. He might come up with something because he did always look forward to play mm -hmm. the pass, you know. So right. I do think he's m maybe missing out having him there. He doesn't <clears> have to start him. He doesn't even have to play no. him. But if there's times that we might need something like that, I, I, I would think that that's We're the too case predictable. there. So, yes, so you're you're correct. We have three games left, away against Georgia and away that's against Switzerland. Ma massive three So this is a, a big October. Actually, five points will probably do. Now, when you're playing Georgia away, I think it's a two o'clock kickoff mm. on, I uh, can't remember, I think it must be a Saturday. We're playing first. If we get the win there at five o'clock, Denmark are playing Switzerland. Yeah. And if we get if Switzerland get a win and we've got a win, then all of a sudden, then we only need a draw against yeah. uh, Denmark. Is a draw better for us? I don't know if the mentality wise it would be. No, no, I'm <laughs> saying with Denmark, Hopefully Denmark, Switzerland yeah. is a, is a draw better or is it better for one to beat the other? Well, see, the good thing about the, the, the good thing about the group is top two go qualify, so it doesn't really matter about. It'd be nice if one of them was taken. Like out. Uh, yeah, mm. uh, personally, yeah, get rid of one of them. And Denmark are the one who have dropped the points already. Yeah. So, so if somehow if Switzerland were to even pull out of the bag, it makes it even bigger. Um, so yeah, it, it makes it very interesting. But as you were saying there about players who could potentially make a difference, difference. I think out of that midfield three, I think Cullen has a chance of sneaking in ahead of one of them now. The fact that he's playing regular. Because mm -hmm. that's one of the big things he yeah, said. That's yeah. why Parrot's not there. And I'm no disrespect to Whelan, but he's, he's gone up to the SPL now. Well, I'd I put the championship ahead of it. Um, but he is playing regular now. But he, he's, he's played all five games for, for Charlton this year. Like Whelan's played twice up there this year, but yeah. I don't know whether he's missed a game or not. Um, and I think O'Dowd might have done enough to be a bit of a, a, a guy in the mix. He just has that little something extra. Dark like horse. A, he, he has, but I don't think he, he has a not, I don't think he has a cross. I don't think he hit, hit a player once. But you know there's something there, but it's not coming out. He just out. has that second extra than some of the others who are just a bit head down and just rough and ready. Is he better than McGeady? <laughs> Do you remember him? He could yeah. cross, still cross the ball. Still but, um, no, I, I think he'd have a chance. I think Cullen has a chance. And obviously Bourne will probably be more impact, potential start against Georgia. Um, and, uh, and look, injuries always 
throw something into yeah. the mix that somebody gets injured in the main squad and they just say exactly throw one of the lads up just but to it was Gannis watching it was Gannis watching them play as soon as uh, Switzerland scored out everyone just took that extra half a second but I think and it was, looks like I think they did in the first half too I think they did in the first half too I think in the in the second half they started it must have been 20 minutes was it yeah. they were they were getting walked around yeah. the pitch you know so listen the team what team do you think he will play when he goes out to Georgia back five would be the exact same um, Barr Barr, is there Barr yes said uh, Stevens is suspended well, so this is the this is I'm the only to be honest we have to get a left back I don't care about Howerton I don't care about Adele I certainly don't care about McLean could it be someone like Robbie Brady if he's back fit is because Craig he's played there does he still play I think he does as yeah. far as I'm aware and if he's fit like, why not get in a left back yeah. it's for one game Yeah, I think a look in Maybe he's injured. Maybe. Yeah, 100%. But I definitely don't want Howard back in there and I certainly don't want McLean there. He doesn't defend the way people think he does from that from no. that area. Well, he, he said Horan's not. <clears throat> this is not a chance. No. So, so hopefully an actual left James back. James McLean is too rash for my liking yeah. to be anywhere mm. near the box like yeah. that. Unless he decides to, if Doherty gets back fit, put one of them over that side. Yeah, that's a possibility. That's he's the played possibility. there, hasn't he, Yeah, yeah. Or Coleman, so. either or. Yeah. Um, midfield... See, McCarthy, Whelan to be again. honest, I think he'll still go the same. Mm-hmm. I can't see anything different. Yeah. Bar left Whether I want it or to. not, I, he'll go the same. Yeah. Um, maybe Heron might be a bit vulnerable. Maybe. One but that doesn't mean, whatever, that somebody else is, and then he'll probably go McLean, Robinson, McGoldrick. Yeah. Mm. All right, we'll come back in a few minutes. Tune to Lithy Sound 96.4 FM. And welcome back to the big kickoff on Liffey Sound 96.4 FM. Now, we're just going to finish off on Irish players because there's one deal that went through that maybe people might have missed. Ryan Nolan. Ryan Nolan of Inter Milan. Yeah. The underage international has sealed a move to Sirius Seaside. Oh. A Rizzo. Okay. I always said that right. There's Nolan, always a Rizzo to move. Nolan, <laughs> Nolan who was born in <laughs> Shannon, and moved to Spain. Uh, he was, when he was eight, <laughs> spent four years at Inter and he captained the under-19 side in the youth championship. Yeah, sure, he took on Troy Parrott that time in their, in their kind of UEFA champ- right. youth champions, yeah. That's right. But he a transfer to Ellen Road collapsed on deadline day. Hmm. And the club planned to loan Nolan to Kilmarnock, but on Saturday morning, he went to Arezzo. And he, what he said was, in Italy, it's very hard to get into first teams. There's not that much of a chance unless you're exceptional. So I think especially at a big club like Inter, you have to be top class. A lot of the lads decide to go on loan to Serie B or Serie C, which is the equivalent of the championship in League One for a year or two or whatever. And they learn their trade and then they go back to uh, through it uh, so he is going there to get first team football as long as that's a great move and a good probably yeah. a sensible move for him so hopefully we'll see him come out the other side when well, well, sitting, that's what sitting on the bench in Inter Milan it's better to be playing football every day exactly, yeah. exactly. and it might be overly taxing for him get his confidence up and somebody will have a boy somebody that's 19 playing week in week out doing a great job Leeds somebody will come back in for him yeah. well, I mean do you want to be in Leeds or Kilmarnock or do you want to be in Italy yeah. so he's Leeds. got his head screwed on he be in Leeds it's <laughs> I'm only messing Leeds wait, fans wait. Calm down check Calm the, down check, check, the, check, the text, check the text feed The text will have gone mad now With people saying Dave uh, Solheim Cup Dave, World no. free diving Yeah I heard about that We got a world record And not only that It was a woman Just up the road Lee Slips Claire Walsh Set an Irish record At the world free diving championships today 
uh, in the constant weight category. So basically free diving is where you do it all in one breath. You go down as far as you can, you come back up with no breathing apparatus or anything like that. Okay. Now in the constant weight category, I think they have a fin of some sort and she got down to 36 meters. Now her record, now I don't know what other different categories there is, is 60 odd, which 60 is the meters. Ba- 60 odd meters, basically the equivalent of Liberty Hall. So she went all the way down as far as that and back up in all of my breath. breath. So I can do that going up and down the stairs in Liberty Hall, hold me breath. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, move on to the next start. That's crap. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. Sorry, brilliant, isn't sorry it? Claire. Sorry, Claire. Claire, we can go up and down. I'm not Liberty sorry Hall, to Lisa, though. Her. I'm not sorry to Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just Claire. <laughs> but that's brilliant. <laughs> they ruined it when they got rid of rockers. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, go on. Local joke. But I mean, she... Um, <laughs> Did they have you any figures there of how long it took? Because I'd say, you know, um, I'm not saying this sounds really stupid. It's probably easy going down thing. But oh, if you're first, if you're look, <laughs> Dave's Dave, now stop that. But um, if you're if your oh, lungs are right. bursting, yeah. and you're sixty or even forty meters down, and you've got to come back up, yeah. and you you are struggling to breathe, it's hundred percent. And you have to say, scary. I'm sure they have to stay the same speed, the same nice relaxed. Yeah. It's not a case. All right, start going mm. quicker because whatever. Hence, yeah. it's it's not thirty six meters. It's I mean, it's not forty meters. It's eighty meters because you have to go back, go up, back again, up again. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no I can't I, find I, it quick enough. I I think that would be that be fairly scary. Now I'd have to say. Yeah, but so, it, I'm not surprised you won because when you walk over Lee Slip, that stench from the river, you probably have to hold your breath for about that long anyhow. Check the check the text line. <laughs> Sorry, viewers. I'd like to say that I disassociate myself. So the people of Lee Slip and Leeds. Well, it's all L's. G-F-Y. Wait, we got, wait, we got on to late Orient. Next. Get, start slagging them, anything beginning with an L. Um, Lewisham. Mr. McElroy won PGA Player of the Year. Yes. People top... Kupka was going to get it and he got it himself obviously he won the church championship three wins uh, I think he won the most money so yeah and he's also come out today and said if the calendar stays the way it is next year and the Irish Open is on at the end of May he is back but he doesn't want to miss that just shows how stupid Rory is because the calendar does stay the same no it doesn't doesn't change maybe with a leap year they put an extra day in but what's <laughs> <laughs> they, go, they go January and then June and then back to February and then good old Rory. He's, but I heard the thing on Today FM <laughs> that he was saying that uh, some fella said that Rory was surprised he won. But then he said, but everybody hates Kepka. Now, yeah. I thought people oh, liked that's him. That's a bit intriguing. Yeah, no, he said, he said all the pros don't like Kepka at all. Right. Because they said he um, he's considered the major man and he talks down to all the other players. So that's why they said, you know, the experts weren't surprised that McElroy won, that all the pros They'd hate. Be more in favour of him. They hate Kepka. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even, heard too much about him. more than they hate Bubba. Yeah, I haven't heard too much of uh, about him other than I always hear them mentioning back to him. Mm. Oh, he's always in the gym and yeah. that seems to be most he's most um, uh, obsessed with. But yeah, I never really. He was had in the nip there recently. Sandra, Sandra was delighted when I showed her pictures <laughs> of him in the nip. I did. I did see them. Did you? Yeah. You used to see them. Well done. Yeah. And he was gorgeous. <laughs> All right, I'll have to take a word for that. But um, yeah, and he spits a lot. But then that's an American thing. When yeah. you see, I've only noticed oh, yeah, that they now always on used the to Sky. Give out tiger, yeah. yeah, I noticed that in Sky now that I have it with the golf because I think the BBC s- seemed to edit it out. But they all, uh, Keegan Bradley. Uh, Kepka oh, they sure. all you do you it. and Murray and all them yeah. they, they, they think it's disgusting Murray it is, hates it is disgusting yeah, and Murray hates when they don't show four yeah because he thinks uh, a lot because he's like who cares the fact that the marshals are there it's just a common courtesy mm. you just mm. 
point wherever it's going and a big fat force. Yeah, well, I mean, most people don't realise you don't play golf is the reason, you know, and I know people probably listening, you, you have a lot of valid and listeners that are usually still awake at this time in the homes. But um, the reason they don't shout for is that they're hoping that if it goes wild, it will hit somebody and not oh, yeah, go out and, back out. Back, yeah. and yeah, come yeah, back yeah. out into yeah. play or end up in somebody's bag. Yeah. That says more about their character, doesn't it? Really? Absolutely. It does, yeah. Well, Kepka is one of the few now that actually shouts because he, he hit the woman in uh, the French lady in the open and she lost her eye. Yeah. That's right. You know, and she's suing the uh, PGA. Yeah. So basically, coming up to that and into the women's side of the things, uh, the 16th ep- episode, did I say ep- episode? Ep-pow. Episode of the Solheim Cup, which is basically the female equivalent of the Ryder Cup, is kicking off. And this is a bit of an interesting one because I knew, obviously, it was a Norwegian lady who set it up, but I didn't realise that she basically started up the game when she was 42 years of age and she established Karsten Manufacturing, which is the makers of the Ping brand of golf clubs. Mm. I didn't know that's and who she was. And what's her surname? Miss Solheim, right. possibly. Karsten yeah, Solheim. Karsten I thought you were trying to catch me out there. No, no, just yeah, make yeah. sure you're on the ball. So, yeah, it, this is the 16th edition. Obviously, it's been predominantly dominated by the US. They have six rookies this year, and they've lost one of their big ones in Stacey Lewis as well. Mm. So, I wouldn't be too clued in on them, but I always come in on the Solheim Cup. Is, is it Glen Eagles? Glen Eagles, which yeah. was the, where it was... The last time it was in the in, in Europe, wasn't it? Was mm. the last, no, sorry, apologies. Before Le Golf National mm. in Paris, so what? So four years ago, four, No, I think the ago. European team have a strong team. They've got yeah. Char- Charlie Hull. Georgia Hall Georgia and a few Hall. of the others. And then, of Bronte course, Law. No, no doubt there's a couple of Swedes uh, potted in there as well. Yeah. So, no, it, it seems to be a little bit more of a kind of an even... But there's a bit of bite in it. Have you seen the interviews? 100%. Mm. I, and... and they were asked, Americans were asked, they said, there's, there could be a bit of booing for you. And they said, bring it on. We want the booze. They'll make yeah. us better. Yeah. Not in that accent, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they also, do you remember the one, was it the, was it the last one where they, there was the infamous uh, put not given? Yes. Oh, yeah. That was, she yeah, that was got the last one. Because your woman, I think your woman, the American lady, picked it up. That's right. And it wasn't given. It yeah. wasn't given. And they said, you, sorry, you lost the whole. Hell, hell and then they were all, they were all, Ball and ball crying, but in all fairness, that's but the rules. It's rules are rules. Mm. When you know in golf, mm. yeah, the stickler yeah. for rules. So you got to do that. I do that. Take it on the chin. I do that in the work one. Myself and Jerry oh, Miller don't play. Don't pick it up until you get the nod. But no, what you do is you give. You know, the I, we always find. You know, the the first few holes, you give it. You give a few decent puts. Mm. So you just say, you know, it's four or five feet away, and you look at the lads and go, yeah, pick it up. And then by the fifth or sixth hole, they've got it into their mind that, Asher, they're going to give us this. And then you just sort of stare, stare at Dirty them. Dirty tricks on the car. Yeah. Huh? And suddenly they go, hold on, they, used, they gave us this the last three or four holes. Yeah. And now we have to. And suddenly the lads, their heads are gone because they've never so had the way to put. I'd say, if I seen someone look at me going, well, if it's that easy, put it in. That forever must mean a lot you to know, you, does it? If it's that easy, put it in. Go for it. That's not the first time you've said that sentence. <laughs> And that, Your Honour, is... <laughs> and I, listen, I'm here all week. To defend, the defence rests. Yeah. But yeah, go for it. Put it. It's that easy. You know, I, think it's um, going, I think it's going to be very hard for Europe to win. Yeah. Like, they have... There's only three te- three players inside the world top 30, and I think mm-hmm. there's seven or eight for US. Now, in fairness, it's the same at the men's. It is the same. And yeah. it's similar where you do find there's a bit more of a camaraderie and a team mm-hmm. spirit with Europe as well, a little bit in the women's. But the American ladies definitely have a bit more in them than say the American yeah, men yeah. they have a bit more of a togetherness maybe it's because there isn't that such a massive gulf between mm. some of the players mm. 
Uh, well, I think there's somebody, I don't know, like looking at the names of them there. Yeah. I don't know whether one of them is, you know, standing out as the so-called, you know, polter. Yeah. Of the, of the women's team, like Charlie Hull, who um, just would be given it. Melissa Reid would have been. But mm. I don't think she's made the team this year. Yeah. Melissa Reed was one of them. She always showed up. Mm. She's always very Ian Poulter like in the sense that she I don't think she's Pity won too much, but she's always there thereabouts. But uh, always kinda mm. you used to show up, but she's not uh, listen, it's 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 match play golf at its best. Well listen, I'll be glued Men or women, it. it's gonna be great uh, I'll be great TV. So. Except Saturday morning when I'm playing golf in Hollystown. Yeah. But other, honestly, other golf courses are available. Yeah. But definitely it's definitely a, a great bit of drama mm. watching uh, that that style, that format of golf. The Rugby World Cup is slowly uh, all approaching. All the squads are in. Yeah, Everyone's slowly approaching. I'm still Stacked wondering why they, why they picked um, monsoons or typhoon, typhoon season, season. To, to play down there. I mean, it's, it's, if they're saying now that um, if, if any of the matches well, are called up, it's a draw. You just took my whole spiel. Sorry, listen. <laughs> but this is it. Yeah, exactly what I was going to say. Mental. It's typhoon season. Japan sees about 30 of these events each typhoon window if you mm. want to call it that but they're going to give it a draw a nil nil draw and each team will get two points yeah. if it can't be played on the same day that it's Imagine scheduled that's like the weaker team against New Zealand or something yeah yeah, and all of a sudden, yeah yeah, and, and it is that's what your man Hugh Jackman was saying it's like that can you imagine some team you know I'm not saying like on the football side the Faroe Islands versus you know the All Blacks and it's called off and you get a draw mm. and it goes down in the history books as a draw yeah Nil nil. Try. I put a mo- I put money on um, Ireland to win. Did you? At yeah. what price? I think it was eight to one. So our first game is Sunday week on the twenty second September, and it's eight forty five our time. Yeah, so not a bad time. So what's it? the what's the thoughts on? Um, are, so we, are we better starting strong, or would we have been better? I think it's I'm better to get Scotland game. out of the way. You have to focus. So yeah. you're we, we've played our friendlies, and they've been tough friendlies. We've got two wins against Wales, which you have to be happy enough about. Yeah. Maybe not so much the first one, even though it was decent performance, but just the second one that it's it was a tighter game. You know, mm. they, were, they were more up for it. Yeah. So we're going into the with two wins behind us. You need to get to some sort of... We were talking with Dara the last time. It's all about timing. Did they have enough time? Peaking. Well, we'll find out now yeah. because Scotland is not going to be an easy game. And... Let's put it this way. If you lose against Scotland, is, is Japan their next game, Dave? Yeah. Uh, Japan's that? their next game. Yeah. And Japan are the home nation. Beat mm. South Africa at the last World mm. Cup. Or, or Wasn't it the last World Cup? Yeah, I think they beat them. Yeah. So, and being a home nation, you, you get that extra 10, 20%. Yeah. So, I just all of a sudden then, you're, you're rocking. Anybody but England. <laughs> and we've one problem fixture in relation to work-wise, and that's Thursday, the 3rd of Russia. October, where we're against Russia, and that's at quarter past 11. I think we're cold. So take an early, take an early lunch. Yeah. Uh, quarter past, oh, it's all morning time. The yeah. latest game yeah. you will get um, in two, was it? half 11. Mm. Half 11, because obviously a bit like, remember 2002, yeah, half 12, I think was the latest. So yeah, that's where you're going. All the others are all on yeah. the weekend. And one other thing, just just I only watch it every now and again. Did you see the uh, the re- the recent issues with Formula One, with your man dying in the Formula Three oh race? Jeez, yeah, yeah, um, Herbert, Herb, Herber, Herber, yeah. yeah. And, and then Vettel went and nearly did it again at the weekend. Yeah. Apparently, it was the exact same type of accident. He just mm. came straight out, and mm. anyone else could have met him head on. Yeah. It could have been this. It could have been the same. Yeah. It was, uh, but it's amazing. I think no matter how I don't watch the Formula One anymore because it is so boring. Mm. But I saw that you know on the news, mm. and there was no way. Like they were saying, oh, we need to look at um, safety. But like your man was just t-boned. 
Mm. Your yeah. man hit hit the curb and came out sideways, and your man hit him right 170 yeah, miles an hour. Yeah. And actually, the fella I thought that it that it was dead was the fella. He ended up upside down, and yeah. the front of his car was ripped off, and you could see his two legs. And I thought, oh, Jesus. that's the guy that was killed. He survived. Yeah, he was put into an induced coma, as yeah. far as I know. Yeah, but the other fella died. By all accounts, I think he's gone. And then in, the set, the other guy. then in Monza, did you see your man take off? He hit the curb mm. and went up in the air. Nearly, nearly left the circuit. Nearly went out of the circuit. Mm. So, But as you said, these are moments that people are remembering. Obviously, they're big moments, but... Mm. There is nothing going on in Formula One that can that'll get your interest. Even it's Ferrari so winning boring. the first race yeah, in it Italy it for and such I was, a long time. I was Means. massive. I was a massive Formula One fan. Mm. And I, but you know, four I look, you look, teams involved. There yeah, was but eight you look, or nine drivers involved. Yeah, but also, you know? Dave, it was also the fact that there was there was danger. Oh, you mean yeah, I remember? Yeah, you know, yeah. once every year, you know, like Senna, yeah. you know, uh, Gilles Villeneuve, all that mm. type of stuff. Fellas getting and there, and there was the thing is like I think now it's just drive by wire. Lads are lads are talking like the way we're listening in the yeah. headphones. Oh, uh, Roy, you need to do this. Go easy we, on your left we'll front tr- wheel. We'll, blah, we'll blah, tweak blah. this. We can send send stuff to the car and make it yeah. do this. I'm and having change trouble with such, such. Give yeah. me a second in a programmer. I think they you need know to yeah. you know keep this keep the make the, it more natural. Keep the safety stuff in, but go back to gears and le- you know changing gears and yeah. stay out of their ears as well. That's maybe. what Senna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay, I think yeah, I think. St- Staying out of their ears is a mm. big one. They need to figure it out on the track themselves, don't they? That's yeah, what makes that's it what good. Makes it more natural, yeah. yeah. Bring real talent well, to the But that's fore. what you say. Like, you'd, you would say, if you look at Juan Fangio and all the previous drivers and Schumacher, you know, could you know, that's why I don't, I don't put Hamilton up there. Speaking of which, uh, he had some the surgery. rumors are bound stem that cells. he was in Paris to get stem cell surgery and allegedly he was conscious now. What that means is a different story because they're incredibly. Cause they don't know where he's coming from. Incredibly, yeah, uh, quiet. But mm. yeah, one of the doctors came out to say, yeah, he mm. he had surgery, but that's all they said. But he's right? conscious, a bit like you on uh, Thursday here at the show. Dave's conscious, but <laughs> is there anything going on there? What the eyes are open, but is there anything happening behind? What? what? <laughs> Lino Messi contract. Twenty twenty one. His contract runs out, but at the end of the season. He is free to leave for zero euros, zero pounds, and zero cents, pence, and any other. Yeah, but what's his wages? It doesn't make a difference. He is free to leave. Um, he has come back out and said, the, the president said, it's something that we give to national treasures. We, we give it to PK, Busquets, and all that sort of stuff, mm. and people, and Javi, and all, and they, they stay. We just know that if, if the, something happened, they could leave. But they have. They're the, legends. Yeah. But Lionel Messi came out this week and talked about it and said that he if Barcelona aren't up there winning things it's quite a possibility that he may activate that so whether that's just a little threat to kick everyone up the arse two boys could be bored you know yeah what age is he now he is two years younger as far as I know is he 31 yeah he's two years younger than Ronaldo as far as I'm aware Um, but speaking of age Nigel Ben remember the Dark Destroyer back in the 90s what happened with that fight which one? Wasn't he supposed to fight Eubank or Collins? Sakio Bika, 40 years of age. It's going to be happening in Birmingham. Uh, he's getting a f- comeback fight. He's been going around for the last six or seven years trying to get his hands on the likes of Roy Jones Jr., Eubank, and obviously Steve Collins. But it looks like it's a done and deal with Sakio Bika, who's not far out of the game. A couple, t- couple of weight world champions. Nigel Ben. Yeah, Nigel, 55 years of age. He's based in Australia now and he's came back now and they reckon it's going to be on one of the undercards around the end of October, starting November. Mm. Getting the head boxed off him. 
That's not a great idea. No, no. I could see where him and Collins might go at it for a few quid. Same yeah, a couple age. of elbows, but yeah, go on, go yeah. at it. But this guy, not long out of the game, and 15 years, it's a big one. And 15 years, like 40 to 55, that could, that could be dangerous. Big money, though, yeah. say, probably. And then just a little nod for, me, uh, for the League of Ireland tomorrow. Drogheda and Shelburne. League 1, or the Division 1 football. Looks like it's going to be a sellout, 2,200. Top of the table clash. Shells win, they, they are promoted. Uh, draw to win it's all square going into the last game of the season um, big uh, big hype going along about it I don't think unfortunately I think it's Bowes I think we're on RT tomorrow night but yeah massive interest in it because obviously Shell's a bit like Leeds could finally make it back into the promised land mm. of the top division or Drada for that matter but obviously Shell's been out for so long but they, yeah they reckon 2200 fit it's already sold out with the away fans uh, lads are coming over from the America and everything it's it's a big thing and I know one or two of the lads who are Shells fans it's just said it's a great buzz that's great it's just great to have it so yeah hopefully uh, they get a great turnout and uh, hopefully it's a good uh, bit of drama Anton left to finish off Dave um, not particularly have I got anything else no okay no. N- right. NFL is back obviously oh yeah listen. NFL started last week what have we seen so far I haven't seen anything because obviously I was on the sauce in Portugal uh, I've seen a few of the results um, and what have you so I'm going to have to uh, brush up brush up this week but I, as I said I'll watch a few hours of Red Zone on Sunday and then of course we have the small matter of busy day Saturday obviously I have Liverpool at half 12 which is great against Newcastle it's supposed to be a nice day at the, on, on Saturday so it's supposed to be lovely it's to get up to 20 so straight after that then I'll hit the hit the back get the barbie on and then sit back down again for the dubs so we'll be around to the house about what time Roy about 2 match half 2 so yeah barbie a bit about 4 yeah great yeah. okay all Ireland final yeah um, no brolly yeah, won't be no, raining. probably. Stephen Rochford's been brought in, and it looks like the way Twitter's going, like it's like he's finished. He got the elbow. Yeah, yeah. they're saying he's finished from RTE. Did anything happen? Did he have a fall now? Or he said he he just said that about the sending off and the the ref that he obviously succumbed to the Kerry propaganda, and that was the end of that. And that was the end of that. And then he apologised in the papers, but the RTE said that's it. Enough's enough. They must have been thinking about him. They, they, they don't think they would have just gone. Yeah. It's a bit. It's a, it's a bit like the Keane thing. Obviously, yeah. it's a bit. Mm. They were thinking. I'd say. Fella. I'd say again with him. I don't really follow it. I used to work with Kieran Whelan actually, but uh, Brolly will be back. He's box office. Yeah. You know, so they'll get your man in. He'll probably he'll go on to Sky. Yeah, but no, it, probably. But if they'll not, get yeah, they'll yeah. get that guy in. He'll either be he'll be really boring but good. Yeah, you know, because it's you always need, like you need somebody, you need some Lula, some Looper. But it's always lovely with him and Spillane, and yeah. Um, yeah. Whelan tries to balance them out. But every now and then, Whelan get in with them, and it's interesting. Sometimes yeah. it can be frustrating. Sometimes the way they're just kind of jostling to be the mm. one to say the, the smart thing yeah. or whatever. But at the same time, it's great. They're full of life. You know, Rochford comes in. He, could, he God love him. He could play it safe and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm bringing yeah. as much as bring you like. Give us a result. I think the Dubs will do it this time, but it'll Dubs be an interesting game. An interesting game because. See, Kerry had a great game plan that did the job, but unfortunately couldn't get them over the line. Yeah. They probably can't do the exact same thing again. So can they go back to the well and find something else? And obviously Dublin are going to come come back up more. I would say, yeah, within five points, I think. 1-8 to 1-9. Does it go? Low. Yeah. Does it go to extra time? I, don't. I think this time this it time might it does. And okay. then a replay it does, yeah, again, but I, I don't think it will. No. All right, we'll see you. Oh, we're not here next week, so we will see you in a fortnight. We are away uh, again. It's not holidays. See you next week. Yeah. (laughs) The week after.